It's time for Tuesday Terror, here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. Rusty Quill presents... Shoot me again? You fell. I saw you. You sure about that? Yes. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sure you are. Hey! In here! No! No, please don't do that! I'll shoot! Oh, you can't hurt me just as I can't hurt you. But they can. What do you want me to do? How can I fix this? Oh, I think you know. No! No, I don't! I don't know how! Please, tell me! Where am I? If you want to talk about it, just go. <laughs> We're alive, a story of survival. Chapter Fifteen. Desperate Times, Part One of Three. It's been two weeks since everything happened and my last entry in here. I didn't feel the need to carry this on after that. 
when you don't have much else to do, I suppose this is better than nothing. I've been helping Saul all week long, but his fever continues off and on. We've given him plenty of antibiotics, but they don't seem to be working. Every time I think he might be getting better, just comes back strong as before. Bert's suspicious and has had us keep him chained to the bed. He thinks maybe Saul could turn and... Any change? Not a one. He's been in and out. Currently, out. I'm sure these aren't helping him any. It's ridiculous. He doesn't seem to mind the change as much as you'd think. He wouldn't be going anywhere as it is anyway. He's more upset about how he thinks he's a burden on everyone. Hmm. That's all for you. So what are you doing up? You're not on any duties tonight, are you? Couldn't get back to sleep. It's hard enough to get any rest with this arm throbbing like it does. No better? No. Not a bit. I was hoping Saul might be awake to take a look at it. You want me to take a look? <laughs> and what could you... Oh, great. What now? Hit the light! I don't see anything. Bert, Simon's not in his post. All right, I'm coming. What's going on over here, I don't know. You going to help them? Not my responsibility. Oh, come on. How could you not be involved? It's not easy. In here. Hey, hey, what's going on? I heard gunshots. Why don't you go find out? Let me know. Then what are you doing up? You're, you're not on guard duty? Nope. Bert says I can't until my arm gets better. At least that's what he said at our last town hall meeting. Must have missed that one. How does your arm stop you from watching the monitors? That's what I said, but hey, it's his deal. That's ridiculous. Well, I, I'm sorry. I have to go see what happened. Sure, you do that. Bert's meetings. <laughs> he used to complain about Michael's. What a hypocrisy that was. The most recent was three hours, and we didn't get anywhere. Everyone else seems to think we're going in the right direction, but I tell you, we're just spinning in circles. Angel, I told you to stop him, but he, he was... Who? Who? Where's Bert? He's downstairs, fucking garage. Thanks. I'll be there in a minute. Just let me get changed. Riley and I both tried to talk Simon out of it. The damn fool didn't listen. This is what happens when you don't. Oh my god, what happened to him? Keep back. Don't get too close. But what happened? Well, Bert's good old rule of giving the watchman a gun. That's what happened. Hey, they needed to be armed just in case. So don't go blaming my rules for this. Still, Simon thought it was just what he needed to get out of here. Got as far as the opening parking gate. He didn't even make it outside. Wait, so where's the attacker? Dead. Simon got a few shots off, just a little too late. Kalani and I got the garage secured, and we'll take care of the mess. You, you might as well head upstairs and get some rest. Oh. I just thought I'd... I have it handled, Angel. Go on. Morning rats at 08, no exceptions. We got some things to go over, and I want everyone present. Great. That'll be fun. I heard that. You were supposed to. Are they still down there? What happened to Simon? What do you think? I don't Sorry. Know. Sorry. 
just, it's, don't worry about it, all right? Just, you should just go back to sleep. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, hell, it's already 4.45. I don't think I'll be able to fall back asleep. Hey, you on any special missions today? No, it's my day off. Making all this even worse. Well, I'm on the water raycon at 9, but Chow's at 8, and Bert says everybody has to be there. Oh, God. He's combining meals and his meetings? I know! There's no escaping now. I don't want to make it worse, but I think Bex is in charge of breakfast. Oh, come on! You sure you have a day off? I mean, your meals always make me believe we're not almost running out of food. Well, that's sweet. But, um, you know, I've been training her a bit. She should be fine. Besides, I can't be in the kitchen every day. I guess not. Well, it doesn't make much sense for me to go back to bed. We could hang out until then. You up for some cards or checkers or something? I mean, Datu hooked up power in the new game room. We could play a little... I'm not really in the mood for games. Oh. All right. Uh, well, I guess... Uh, I guess I could just go work out until we leave. <laughs> well, that wouldn't make much sense to wear yourself out before you go out there on water detail. No, I guess not. Well, maybe just a warm-up then. All right. Hey! Well, that's trying to sleep. Hey, you have to get up in an hour anyway. Quit your complaining. Ah, screw you. Ah, I don't care. <laughs> Enjo keeps trying, but I don't think he gets it. Oh, well, at least it's flattering in some ways. Then again, there's only like 14 girls here at all, so maybe not that complimentary. In all honesty, maybe I should have taken him up on his offer. Would have beat having a smoke. Then again, I think it's kind of silly, the whole game room idea. Sounds like one of those long-term plans when those things seem to be frowned upon nowadays. <coughs> really? This early? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to wake you. It's all right. Peg's already woke me up, and Michael came pouncing through the living room again. She needs to get her own place. Who else would she live with? Bert's rule says we can't live alone. I know. I just don't care. Well, I feel somewhat responsible for her. You shouldn't. Well, I do. She needs us. I don't feel like kicking her out. If she bothers you so much, why don't you move out? Meh. Then again, I suppose you're only here to sleep, spending most of your time with Saul. Why don't you just sleep up there? Bert says no. I don't see how he can tell you what to do, at least with that. I know. I'm sick of it. Okay, back to bed. Well, rest up. Two more hours till breakfast. Sleep. Family is everything, and no matter where they are in the world, connecting with them just got a little easier. Now when you send a CIBC Global Money Transfer, loved ones abroad can pick it up in cash the same day at their local MoneyGram location. 
And with no transfer fee, you'll have more to share. It's the perfect way to help them achieve their goals. With a CIBC Global Money Transfer, family is never far away. Conditions and CIBC foreign exchange rates apply. Visit CIBC.com slash cash pickup. working in the kitchen. It makes things so much more difficult when you know that no one likes what you make, but it's even worse when you can't give people much to eat. I was getting better too, but conveniently I'm working on one of those mornings we had next to nothing to serve. Oh, come on. That's all you get. Now go on. This isn't hardly anything at all. It's what you get. Hey, you heard her. Move. I'm watching. She better not give you more. So, what's on the menu? Well, we have cereal to eat and water to drink. But we do have the option of using Tang if you want. Oh, God. No, water only. Well, take it anyway. Maybe someone could trade you for it. Yeah, worth its weight in gold. <laughs> what, that's it? Uh, do you understand that everyone has said that to me this morning? What do you want me to do? Whoa, I'm, I'm teasing. I, I know... Uh, I don't find it funny today. Sorry. Michael, there's a spot over here. Hey, you went with the tang option, huh? I know. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> hey, uh, you want to trade? <laughs> I ain't stupid. Uh, Michael, you might want to slow down with your water. Middle of summer and this is all the water we get? It's starting to warm up, too. You know what's going to happen next. I mean, the baby wipe showers are getting a little old. Well, why don't I bring it up with Bert? I'm sure he's not aware. I'll dump my tang ration in your bowl if you do. I'll be quiet. Where is he, anyway? I'm not sure. Probably gathering his charts or maps or something. Hey. Hey, did you did you hear about Simon? First Carly, then Simon. You want to bet who's next? Hey, I may enjoy the occasional bet, but that seems kind of wrong to me. Well, I'm guessing there'll be more if we keep getting these kind of rations. I know, this is barely a snack. Yeah. At least we got something. Mind if I... Oh, hell, I'll just sit here anyway. Hey, how's Saul? Like you care. How's Saul? No better. You have any advice on what I could do? I'd love to hear it. Hey, what about me? Besides you. Hey, I helped. Barely. Nobody here knows anything more. He needs a doctor. Tell me something I don't know. You gonna use that? (laughs) This? Be my guest. You poured yours in the cereal? I thought it would help. And you wonder why I wouldn't consult you. We already looked at these places, but I was thinking somewhere further to the east might be. All right, I'll think about it. Maybe that's some place to look next week. I think I remember there being a water tower near there. God, any more brown nosing in his head would be entirely up his ass. Sickening, isn't it? Mind if I... Hey, make room. Thanks. Sorry about snapping at you this morning over rations. Ditto. Yeah, I know. It's fine. I'd be doing the same thing. I mean, we do have 20-something people to feed. I just didn't think it could have gotten this bad so fast. Kelly, you were on food detail yesterday. What happened? Everything's rotting. Chewed up by rats, dogs, or who knows what else. 
It's just not good out there. We came back with just a few bags full yesterday. I'll give you something to really think about. If Bill hadn't have stolen what food he did, we might be a lot worse off right now. But then again, if he hadn't been for him, the building wouldn't have been on fire. Hey, you don't know that. Yes, I do. Wait, but weren't they able to get a bunch of stuff from Riley's shop? That Wasn't that on the second floor? Not as much as you would think. The fire got some, and what didn't burn, the water got too. I wish we still had the garden. Oh, God, not that again. Hey, shut it, Angel. Pegs, what if today turns out to be our lucky day and we find a tank full of water? It wouldn't help. It's all dried up, every bit of it. What a waste. Well, if we didn't focus so much on trying to find a new place to live, we might be in better shape right now. How are we supposed to function on this? For once, you and I are in total agreement. And another thing, I'm tired of Saul getting the back seat. It's like Bert's expecting him not to make it. He's not even trying. If we just got some more meds and maybe some books, we could... <clears throat> Sorry to interrupt your meal, everyone, but we got some business to go over. That's all right. I was already done by the time I sat down. Look, we've been over this before. We're working on finding new places for food. It's a lot tougher now. We have to save what we have, and you know that. Sorry I have to make the tough decision for you. Kalani, do you mind bringing everybody up to speed? No problem. Head is officially up his ass. All right. We checked 60% of the freeways heading out of the area, and everyone is jammed. We could spend days trying to get through that mess, and with our numbers, it just doesn't look like a feasible exit. What about the boat idea? Yeah, that one. I read it in the suggestion box, and we, we talked it over, and that one doesn't bode well. Water is our main concern, and being out on the open ocean doesn't make sense for the long term. If we could come into port somewhere and restock, it would be an option. But there might not be anywhere to dock. You heard Kalani's story about Hawaii. It's a risk I'm not willing to take. What about the other tower? We can't find it. Kalani was the only one who had been out there. And from what he saw of the surrounding area, we haven't been able to put the pieces together where it is. Not to mention, that place failed too. We just can't stay around here anymore. Now, we've been looking at the possibility of flying. It makes it difficult to find areas to land, refuel, and a load of other problems when you touch down. Good chance every landing strip does not have power, making it damn near impossible to refuel a plane. That's if there aren't any planes on a landing strip. There were several at LAX. We had to find a way around, and that's a big-ass airport. So what you're saying is that we have spent two weeks trying to find a way out, and we found nothing. Hey, now that's not true. We've been looking at different destinations, and we've come up with a few possibilities. Oh? Like what? Like a few towns towards the Midwest. We've been looking at a place that has a lot of good ground wells and some sort of sustainable power. We can live with those two options. And small populations might mean smaller amounts of them to deal with. Word of warning, we don't know what else might be out there. We're doing a lot of assuming by going so far out. I'll say. What was that? Nothing. But on the flip side, there's a chance of other survivors out there. Last recon group heard bits of voices over static on their CB radios again. Probably the Maulers, like last time. No, definitely wasn't them. At least not this time. The range on those isn't the greatest, 10, 15 miles at best. We were pretty far south when we heard them. That just means they could have been too. Maybe, but, well, you could tell them. That was another idea. 
we could send out a scouting party south, allowing a bend of the rules, let this group stay out overnight, see what else is out there. We could use the strength in numbers. Sounds like a suicide mission, if you ask me. Speaking of which, you all heard about Simon. And that's what happens when you think you can go it alone. Also reminds us of rule number 14. You do not go out at night when you can't see him coming. Next order of business, and then we can get moving on to our day. What are we doing about Saul? You said last meeting that you'd have more answers. <sighs> our last supply run got us some different antibiotics that we could try. Anyhow, for today's mission, we're heading out in two groups here and here. Now, hold on. Antibiotics? That's, that's it? Come on, we've been trying that. It's not working. That's assuming that what he has is even curable. If he's sick, then the medicine will help him. We'll just have to try something else then. Moving on. No, no moving on. We need to help him. Okay, I'm all ears. I'm open to any suggestion you want to throw at me. I want to help Saul. You know I do. I wouldn't have pushed him through his surgery if I didn't. I'm trying to protect you all from him in case he's a possible threat, which he is, and also treat him in the off chance that I'm wrong. I'm covering all the bases. But if you have an idea that I haven't tried, by all means. He hasn't changed. He's sick, Bert. That's all. Just in addition to that, we've attempted to brave through the hospital zone two days ago to get more options for Saul's treatment. But that area is just too hot to try and venture inside. Riley, you were there, remember? We could only reach the pharmacy before we had to turn around. We almost got trapped. That was stalking us. So, if you want to go deeper in and maybe find something else, well, we'll just say so. But our number keeps shrinking. And how many of our people are we willing to put at risk for such a small chance to find something that works? That's not a rhetorical question I really want to know. Now, no matter what medicine we get in him, we don't know the dosage or how to apply it or even what to apply. What he has told us in his consciousness has been enough to sustain him, but only that. We need to find somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Thank you. I appreciate that, Michael. As do I. Now, about today's schedule. We need to find someone who knows what they're doing. Okay, we've established that. Now moving. I volunteer. For what? To find someone or something, whatever it is we need. Well, good. When we think of something, I'll consider you for the job. I will too. Wonderful. It pleases me to punch to hear that. Now, if we could just- And we'll leave right away. Join us again Monday for the next episode of We're Alive. And now, a word from our sponsors. Starring Jim Gleason, Shane Salk, Elisa Elliott, Claire Doden, Jay Oligario, Blair Byhauer, Scott Marvin, Tammy Klein, Michael Ray Clark, and Kevin Flood. I'm Michael Swan. We're alive was written and directed by K.C. Whelan. Produced by Grayson Stone, Shane Salk, and K.C. Whelan.
To find out more and for a full list of cast and crew, please visit our website at we'realive.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook for all production-related updates and future projects. Thank you for listening to this Audio Theatre for the Mind by Wayland Productions. From all of us here at the Mutual Audio Network, we thank all our listeners and creators for making us an award-winning home for four seasons of audio drama and audio fiction. 